0: The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoy with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Boning Joint. Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net.
1: Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao.
0: Good Tuesday morning and welcome in to another edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. I am Chris Yao, joined as always by Mo Patton on the controls as Coach Mike, and we are happy that you were here with us on this Tuesday edition of the show. As we come to you live from the Front Porch Sports Studio Headquarters in Columbia, Tennessee, WKOM. Welcome into to our friends down in Franklin County on WZYX. Hope you guys are having a great day down there, and I hope your weather is as nice as the weather here because I don't see a cloud in the sky this morning. It's a beautiful day in Columbia.
2: Looks good out there.
0: Good morning, fellas. Mo, how are you?
2: I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Um, just been grinding over here. It's um, we got a lot.
0: We got a lot. <laughs> um, like a ton to get to in this first hour. Uh, so much so that we should probably just dive right in, get into it. Um. So, yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and do that. Where well, do you and, want to start? Let's give you today's rundown.
1: This is the rundown. This is your Tuesday rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow Live give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IP Securities LLC DBA Independent Financial Partners. IIP member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through IP Advisors LLC DBA Independent Financial Partners, registered investment advisor. IP and Grow Live Give are not affiliated.
2: In baseball action Monday, Spring Hill traveled down to Huntsville, Alabama, and lost 10-2. Moore County defeated Cascade 11-1. Fayetteville defeated Cornersville 20-1. It was Eagleville 11, Huntland 2, and Tullahoma 14, Shelbyville 10. The bats were hot early in this rundown, weren't they? Obviously. Uh, Mount
0: Mount Pleasant defeated Santa Fe 5-0. And uh, that was a, There's a story on our website. We'll get to that in just a moment. Richland, a 20 to one winner over Hampshire. It was Dixon County three centennial two pitchers duel. Uh, Brentwood seven Franklin four and Independence 22 page four. Not eight. a pitchers duel. Uh, no, no. Apparently four was the magic number in eight at 11 AAA because uh, Ravenwood defeated Summit six to
2: four. Forest defeated Community 7-6. It was Giles County 5, Marshall County 3, Nolansville 10, Murfreesboro Central 1, Loretto 10-1 over Wayne County. Battleground Academy with a 3-1 win over Columbia Academy and Middle Tennessee Christian 18, Zion Christian nothing.
0: In softball action, Forest Blank Columbia Central 15 nothing. It was Lawrence County 15, Giles County 7, Eagleville an 8-1 winner over Moore County. It was Lincoln County 12, Franklin County 5, and Ravenwood a 5-1 winner over
2: Cross Presbyterian. Summertown walked it off against Ardmore, Alabama yesterday, courtesy of Claire Woods, the MTSU signee with a home run to win it 4-3 over Ardmore in eight innings. Also in nine innings, Summit 5, Franklin 4 Columbia Academy hit three home runs in an 18-0 win over Battleground Academy. And Middle Tennessee Christian edged Zion Christian six 6'5".
0: In boys soccer action, Giles County defeated Fayetteville 7-1. And Grace Christian of Franklin, a 9-0 win over Middle Tennessee Christian.
2: In baseball action today, Frank Hughes travels to Summertown for a four o'clock doubleheader. Richland hosts Hampshire at 5'30". Franklin County travels to Lawrence County for a 6 o'clock start. Also at 6 o'clock, Middle Tennessee Christian is at Zion Christian. And Mount Pleasant goes to Santa Fe. Uh, Coffee County is at Lincoln County. That's also at 6.
0: Finishing up 6 o'clock, Cascade at Moore County and Shelbyville at Tullahoma. At 6.30 is Battleground Academy at Columbia Academy. Independence is at Franklin and Page is at
2: Spring Hill. Also at six, it's six thirty. Summit travels to Dixon County. Wayne County is at Loretto, and at times undetermined. Cornersville travels to Fayetteville, and Eagleville is at Huntland. Um, but at six o'clock in eight AAA, Franklin County plays at Lawrence County. You
0: had already said that. Apparently, I missed. We had it listed twice. My bad. <laughs> so when I saw it, I was like, "Did I do that? I did do that. My bad." It, Hey, it's it's Tuesday, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, In
0: softball action at 5 o'clock tonight, Columbia Central is at Lincoln County. Cullioca is at Richland. Frank Hughes at Loretto. Independence at Franklin. Santa Fe hosts Mount Pleasant. Summit travels to Brentwood. Zion Christian goes to Christ Presbyterian. And Cornersville is at Moore County. All of those games scheduled to start at 5 p.m.
2: At 5.30, Shelbyville visits Columbia Academy. Spring Hill hosts Lawrence County at six o'clock. Cascade plays at Eagleville. Huntland hosts Fayetteville. Summertown hosts Collinwood, and Franklin County travels to Coffee County at seven. That's a late start. Uh, boys soccer are they going to play?
0: Are they going to play at each site? today i don't
2: know i think it's just one game <laughs> one place oh time.
0: and boys soccer action first touch at zion christian at 5 p.m they host agathos classical at 6 p.m callioka hosts richland and spring hill travels to giles county
2: seven o'clock starts centennial plays at independence columbia academy travels to marshall county columbia central is at coffee county and summit hosts ravenwood
0: in JUCO women's soccer action today. If you're uh, if you're wanting to watch that one, you guess you have to it may be on
2: TV. It may or not. maybe you can see it from the berm. No, they play at Ridley. They play at Ridley. No, no. Good luck. So good luck. But they're playing. Southwest Tennessee is at Columbia State at four o'clock. There you go. That is your Tuesday rundown brought to you by Jim
0: Davis at Grove Live Give. oh no you don't have to do that we gotta we we gotta get into some games yeah we gotta get into some games here plenty of games to get into as well uh yes let' let's start with the one that you went to mo because i was um i was busy
2: you were busy getting you were busy late
0: yeah two two hour two hours uh but worth it i think um feeling good this morning There's so. a lot to
2: adjust huh
0: plenty of it plenty yeah. of yeah uh, so you were at um a pretty Pretty solid performance in Mount Pleasant.
2: You know, sometimes you, you go to a ball game and you've got no idea what to expect, and then by the time it's over, you're really glad you went. And that was kind of the case yesterday when I went out to Mount Pleasant for this Santa Fe game in District 10A. Santa Fe comes in unbeaten in 10A action, therefore an O. Um and I think anybody that was really keeping up with the district was kind of looking forward to next week um, and the thought of both Santa Fe and Richland going into their two-game series on Monday and Tuesday unbeaten. Richland, as we mentioned in the rundown, held up their end with a 20-1 to victory over at Hampshire. Not so much for Santa Fe. Not so much. Um, and they can thank junior right-hander Gavin Whitehead for that.
0: Who, who walked into the park with a no-hitter on his mind.
2: <laughs> I mean, I almost, I, guess, dro- I almost dropped the camera when he said that on the video. I was wanting to throw a no-hitter.
0: I mean, I it, guess that's the way you walk into every
2: game, or at least you should. I guess. But <laughs> but it, it got dashed pretty quickly. He gave up a leadoff single to Colton Stewart, but he didn't give up much else. Yeah, I, well,
0: you know, and sometimes that will kind of, you know, Take the pressure off. Hey, I think okay. I, it's out of nope, the way. No, nope.
2: there goes the no hitter. Let's do something else. Let's you know, just he, get a win. You well, know, he he did something else. He retired the next nineteen. <laughs> that's in a order, good day that's, that's a good day. Man, um, oh. thirteen strikeouts. Um, through through all the pitches he could throw, it literally, literally every single pitch he could throw. Um, and it was interesting. He got um. He had runners first and second, two outs in the top of the seventh, um, and he was at 116 pitches. And Kennedy Mathis and I both thought that if he started the next at-bat under 120, he could complete the at-bat. Well, that was the rule when the pitch count was initially instituted in Tennessee, which I think is four years ago now. Gene Minis with the TSSAA could not remember, and I certainly can't. But um, after the first year, that changed. If you hit one twenty during an at bat, that's it. That's it. And so um, it got tight. He he <laughs> tight. got <laughs> yeah he got to a one and two count on Macon Atkinson, and if at the play would have been for him to take probably right yeah. there. Yeah. And and hope for a ball and but I mean you're you're trying to you're trying to move those guys around. You're trying to extend the inning right there and and he swung on a one two pitch that might have been up and away. But um that was the ball game. Whitehead finishes off a five nothing shutout victory. Um keeps Mount Pleasant out of the bullpen They scored for him early, and big win for a young team. I think they've got one senior. They've got a first-year coach, obviously, in in Kennedy Mathis, and they moved to 4-3 and in district play with that victory. Um, Again, solid, solid performance for Gavin Whitehead there. Um, 13 strikeouts, sits down 19 in a row, and puts them in a position to win the series tonight when they go out to Santa Fe at 6 o'clock.
0: Yeah. Uh, like you said, that's that's a big one. Um in other action around southern middle Tennessee. Columbia Academy, as I told you earlier, fell three to one to Battleground Academy despite a pretty good pitching effort out of Bryant Baranek. He went six innings, gave up three uh three runs, two of them earned on five hits, struck out five and walked just one. Um Kavaris Tears with the only Run of the game after he tripled, and uh drew Toombs brought him in.
2: It's Damon Toombs.
0: <clears throat> I'm sorry, wow, well, such is life <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> sorry, Sarah,
0: <laughs> and Loretto ten one winner want to talk about the spring this summit Ravenwood game just a little bit um had the bases loaded in the sixth after scoring three runs it was it was six to one. Uh, Summit scores three in the top of the six, has the bases loaded, uh, and can't mm. quite get the, the tying run from scoring position home. So tough tough way to lose, especially when you, you have an opportunity to rally there. Um, as you mentioned, Claire Woods in softball action, she had the walk-off against Ardmore in eight innings. She got the win in the circle thanks to her walk-off home run. She's now ten and one on the year. Haley Jones had a two run homer and a sack fly, both of which scored Hannah Lindley Lindsay, who was three for three on the night. So.
2: wow. Big night for Ms. Lindsey, quietly.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned the three home runs from Columbia Academy, Malia Hardy, uh, Kaylee Harakas, and Caitlin Cathy all hit homers against BGA.
2: So Malia Hardy hitting five twenty five with fourteen home runs and fifty RBI. In thirty-one games, that's tough.
0: It's a good day, good season,
2: yeah, no doubt, and still plenty to play.
0: Yeah, um, and we're already up against a break. We are. We do want to mention a couple of things? Uh, let's I tell you what, Let's get to the All State Girls Team mm-hmm. in Segment Three. All right, since we have a connection there, all right. So we'll tell you about the TSWA All State Girls Basketball Team and segment 3 mm-hmm. we've got um some 8a news i don't whatever it is next year i don't know <laughs> if coffee county's still there or and they moved to 4a i think
2: right i don't think so i, I don't, don't remember
0: well then they may be in that watered down mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i think AAA they are with spring hill and a few others um some basketball news there we can get to that as well Uh, A little bit later in the show, plenty to talk about. Like I said, there's just a ton to get to. Uh, But we are going to take a quick break on Southern Middle Tennessee sports today. And when we return, Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald, stick around. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615 846 9898 or visit CovenantTechnology.net. Hey, folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com.
1: Mo and Chris.
0: Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao here with you and with Mo Patton on this beautiful Tuesday, April 20th. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing, Mo. What's so special about April 20th? Hey, nothing to me. I got nothing. I got nothing. It's a happy Ricky Williams Day. And Josh Gordon,
2: and Willie Nelson, and Willie Nelson, and Snoop, Snoop Dogg. There we go. <laughs> there we go.
0: Um, real quick before we get to Charles on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, some big news coming out of basketballs. For for those folks down in in Franklin County, and for those here in Columbia, eight AAA has long been the standard. Uh, and while that's going to change, it's and it's unfortunate. It is such as life.
2: Well, but it's still of interest to our local, our is, area listeners. But yeah. this
0: this news will certainly be of interest,
2: without question. Yeah. Um. So apparently, Michael Williams, who in six seasons at Coffee County, at the top of the boys basketball program over there, won 100 games exactly. Um led the Red Raiders to their first region tournament victory in more than 30 years um, when they beat Riverdale in the quarterfinals about a month and a half, two months ago, has resigned. Um, Coffee County graduate went on to play at East Tennessee State, came back in 2015, and um, they won back-to-back reg- regular season district championships, um, s- speculation is that he will be taking the job at Webb over in Bell Buckle, which I didn't realize was open, but
0: well, as we've learned in the last, that doesn't mean weeks, a whole lot. Yeah.
2: The job not being open doesn't really mean anything. It, yeah. Yeah. But, um, so that, <laughs> that supposedly is what's going to take place there. Um, but what has taken place is that Michael Williams has stepped down in his alma mater, Colum- uh, Coffee County. Yeah. So.
0: That's that's an interesting um development there. Yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll certainly talk more about that when we get some more information, but that was kind of the first thing that we saw this morning. So yeah. Oh,
2: and that won't be the last time we mention Coffee County today. No, today.
0: It will not be. So. But before we get to Coffee County, let's talk about Williamson County sports let's do it. as we hit the Parks Motor Sales hotline and talk to our friend Mr. Charles Pulliam of the williamson herald who is brought to you by the williamson herald each and every week here on southern middle tennessee sports today the best sports coverage in digital and print look no further than the williamson herald the print edition comes out every thursday you can subscribe by going to williamsonherald.com
2: charles good morning welcome in
1: hey
3: guys how's it going it's been a while
2: it has been a while man and um really glad to be able to get you in this morning because um the life of a rancher is not an easy one is it
3: <laughs> no no that's that's definitely there's always something that needs to be done and uh chores just just stack up i mean i uh i knew going into this with my wife that we we're going to have a lot of a lot of new chores for me but uh yeah, it's uh it's a lot. I got a lot of fence stuff to work on. I had a horse try to bust through a fence last night. Got baby chickens to worry about. I don't I I don't know. I need to go watch some baseball tonight.
2: <laughs> okay, so you are a rancher slash journalist. She <laughs> is a rancher slash teacher. When do you all yep.
3: sleep? Well, um, you know, we usually uh I don't really sleep on Tuesdays and Wednesdays usually, so, you know, I'm on for my my marathon day begins today, but yeah, weekends we try to catch up, but, uh, you know, with some of the craziness of of everything kind of calming down, like I had my first little hangout last weekend, I did a, a trip to Gatlinburg and had a bachelor party, and I tell you what, I'm still in recovery mode.
2: <laughs> I can't do it anymore, guys.
3: Can't man, do it anymore.
2: Oh man. That, that's a tough admission to have to make, too, man. Trust me, I am um, <laughs> I've I've been there for some time now. Yeah, it's um, well, the recovery I'm not is rough. Say I'm
3: not going to put the effort in <laughs> next time still. But um, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not hanging up the towel here, but, uh, mm. it's just, uh, it's lasting a little longer than it's supposed to,
2: you know, I understand. <laughs> um, I don't think we've talked, I don't think we've talked either to you or to Joe Williams since the announcement came down last week that, um, uh, I just lost his name. Independence hired a girls basketball coach.
3: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There we'll, you go. We'll do it that uh, way. You, you know, good old Tony Hill's coming back. Yeah. And no, looking forward to, to working with Tony. He's been hanging out at Riverdale uh, as an assistant for a couple of years. And, of course, you know, lots of changes happened over there. I know Josephson just left as well. So, um, Rutherford County's got a, a big opening there. And Tony's coming back. He coached for four years at Centennial. The best four-year span in that school's young history, but uh, they were a basket away from making to the state tournament. His final year, um, remember that game it was against Clarksville. They lost 56-54, and it was ah, it was there. But for uh, um, Centennial, I mean, that was just a complete night and day transformation. I think they went like eight and nineteen. His first uh, as the team he was inheriting mm-hmm. went about eight and nineteen, and that was a pretty good year. I mean, eight wins was pretty solid
1: for Centennial at that time.
3: time uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he he leaves with a a, a winning record. I think he was fifty seven and forty or so. Um, but two straight great seasons, challenging some tough teams. So uh, neat to see him back in the area, and I think he'll uh, he looked at Independence as a challenge spot, and uh, he called it a diamond in a rough. So uh, one of the spots, he just wants to be camped out, too. He says, I'm here for the long run. So I think Indy's going to gonna get some longevity there. Maybe uh, we'll see what they, they're capable of again. I know just last year they had a pretty solid outing. Um, lots of tough stuff going on um, off the court, it seemed like, this year. So just, you know, a lot of distractions. And uh, it'll be neat to see someone settle in there again.
2: Former, um, this Former Huntland coach as well, Tony yeah. Hill.
3: Yeah. Yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah.
2: for our, our listeners down at WZYXE Eagle this morning. So, um,
0: is this their fourth coach in five years?
2: Who's that? Tony. For Indy? Yeah. It's fourth coaching, was- four years, basically. Yeah.
3: Yeah,
0: fourth of well, four, really. One of them was a coach twice, right? No. Yeah. Mary Beth and then.
2: Well, no, because Whitney Baird had been there for like three years. Okay. Yep.
3: So Whitney took over for Mary Beth, Mm -hmm. but she was there when Whitney left. Yeah. I mean, but it was, uh, it was a rugged spot there. It's been, wasn't there a girl,
0: wasn't there a coach between Whitney and Gleisner? No, no,
2: no. Okay. No. Um, but your your point is made. It's been there's not been a whole lot it's of stability a at the clearly. top. Oh yeah, there's not been a whole lot of stability at the top of that program, and hopefully Tony Hill can provide some for them. So um,
3: yeah, big, big yeah.
2: move for them. Obviously, um, his former seat at Centennial has yet to be filled,
3: and uh, that that's the uh, the one. us see. Was there another one actually? I, mean, I forget here now. Um, but yeah, they run together. Uh, i know (laughs) um page page boys is still open in wellington county as well that's right so you got the centennial girls page boys uh the last three or four weeks been able to close up the indies so uh excited to see indie basketball with the two leaders coming in there um wilkins is a fantastic hire on the uh boys side looking forward to seeing him uh mark wilkins was hired i think yeah, what, that last week of March? You sound um, about
2: right, yeah.
3: So, you know, with, between him and Tony, I think they're they're going to do a great job there at Indy and, and looking forward to some changes and, you know, just seeing what they could do right away. And and in the uh, district
2: that they're going to be in with Summit, Columbia Central down here, and then Ravenwood and Nolensville, um you mm-hmm. know, there's going to be some opportunity for some upward mobility for both those programs, I think.
3: Oh, I think so, too. I yeah. think so, too. Um. Yeah it's uh it's been it's been a while. That's right. Man, thinking about some of these great changes. And then Brentwood was our our big coach and stuff. We saw Miles Thrash leaving to go to BGA, uh, where he was actually an assistant for a while after mm-hmm. leading the Lady Bruins for so long. Got him to the state tournament for the first time since 2013. Nearly a hundred wins in four years. Um. I know we just had the TSWA uh all state girls team announced, and uh, that was. Need seeing you know someone like an Amelia Osgood make it there. They were they were there, just battled into a tough, tough Cane uh, Ridge team. But oiler alert! BGA. <laughs> we That's
0: hadn't some... gotten to that yet, but okay. <laughs> oh, <cute. My laughs> we gosh. can we can yeah. we can go through the the, the Williamson
2: County well uh it, it's a short it's a short read Amelia osgood there you go yeah from from <laughs> yeah, Williamson yeah, county we'll
3: leave it there there was there was two others but uh let's let's uh yeah we'll save that for you guys. how's that sound that's the little teaser um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. um spinning into spring sports, Charles, what have you got yeah, your eyes yeah. on here over the next few days or over the last few days?
3: Well, actually, my, I'm looking forward to a big game tonight, man. I'm going to Brentwood. Well, Ravenwood to be exact. And i uh, going to watch some, some sweet baseball there. you got the Brentwood Bruins coming in to face the Ravenwood Raptors in the Battle of the Woods. And, man, there's a lot on the line with this. Brentwood comes in on a 12-game winning streak. They just got that one loss to Summit. And uh, Ravenwood bounced back from their first district loss last week against Franklin. And uh, the bats have just Lit up. I mean, they took out Summit eighteen six last week and then beat up on Columbia as well. So they're coming in with twenty nine hits in two games against a tough Brentwood team that's really kind of surprised a lot of folks. I think. I mean, these are a lot of guys that you didn't really know the names before the season, and now you're starting to know them. I think they're they're coming in at eighteen and one overall, and um, just looking forward to this game. This will be a great one at Ravenwood tonight. So that's where I'm going to be camped out. Um, I might check out actually some softball prior at Franklin, but it's it's one of those nights. There's always too many places to be. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's pretty much two of the top three teams in the district, isn't it? Ravenwood and Brentwood, along with Summit.
3: Yes, yes, and that's where uh, Ravenwood's win over Summit was. Uh, that was a big one for them um, last week. I think entering that game, Brentwood, um, Summit, and Ravenwood all have just one loss. So I think that gave two losses to the summit and the district standings. I was actually just talking to uh, WCS Athletic Director Darren Joins about how we need a updated Williamson County standing list at all times for spring sports. And uh, hopefully we can get something worked out there because it's sometimes a challenge to get some of these spring sports and be like, well, wait, who's Dayton one and how many losses here? There's just, There's a lot of things moving, a lot of moving pieces, but I think we might have something worked out.
2: Let me know how that goes,
3: just, yeah. Just so
2: I can um look at it with envy because we are in other places really kind of left to our own devices. So, and good, good luck I mean, with that. I think,
3: yeah, and that's I've been pushing for a long time to have it happen. And you know, you, you see it happen pretty pretty easily when it's focused in on the one sport, like say a football. Mm-hmm. Everything's a little more tiered out. You could plan ahead you know everything's happening on a friday it's an easy planner um and basketball's gotten a little easier but uh, i need baseball and soccer and softball to line up too
2: (laughs) again good luck
3: not to mention tennis and you name it (laughs) yeah
2: there's a lot it's a lot speaking on the parks motor sales hotline with charles pulliam of the williamson herald um you're headed to Brentwood, Ravenwood, mm-hmm. Battle of the Woods tonight. Um, what's a Yeah, little bit, big game. What's further down the line for you?
3: Well, kind of looking beyond that, I mean, these two teams will tangle again on Thursday, so that'll be hard to miss. Uh, soccer-wise, I was actually looking forward to the – before I realized this game was going, I needed – I was going to line up and go watch uh, the Franklin Boys host Brentwood on the soccer pitch that's another meeting of just two high octane offenses and uh franklin hasn't lost in district neither has brentwood uh, whoever comes away with that one on the soccer field likely can be the uh regular season district champion um lots of great teams there been, been able to watch ravenwood uh watch indy a couple times there too but still uh it's it, it's probably going to come down to franklin andor brentwood and it's going to come down to tonight as being one of those matchups. On the soccer field in the district play, it's always pretty unique because so much seems to be weighed in on the you know six or seven district games they play, and uh, this was that was one of the big ones too. So looking at this week, there was two big standouts right there, and unfortunately, they're playing at the same time uh, across the interstate from each other. So I just I can't be at both. <laughs>
2: <So>. <laughs> I'm surprised you hadn't figured that out.
3: Well, uh, I go back to last week. I was able to make the soccer, softball, and baseball all at Franklin's campus. Like, mm. I didn't mind that kind of timing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when you can, when you can get all of them in at one time, yeah. that's the on, best way on to do Friday,
3: it. Friday, I plan on being out at Page for that. I think the uh, Page boys baseball team, and they, I think they got Forest. The softball team is hosting. Um, I believe Independence and then the soccer team is hosting a district battle against maybe a Murfreesboro Central or something like that. But they got food trucks, they got everything. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll see you guys out there. I'll camp out for the night. <laughs> yeah. There we got go. a five o'clock softball, we got a uh um baseball game to start, and a seven o'clock soccer match. And yeah, dinner. Me in. Yeah. And dinner. And Three dinner. Three food trucks, guys. Three, Three food trucks. Wow.
2: Hey.
0: Just like, you know, Columbia American is doing the food trucks again this year, and that's that's the way to do it. It
2: Silent. really is. Oh, man. Yeah.
0: I love a ballpark oh. hot dog, but if I can get a <laughs> – yeah. If I can get some barbecue nachos little, instead,
2: yeah. yeah, I'm all over it. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you.
0: Charles, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We really appreciate your time.
3: Yep. Looking take, forward to seeing you guys around there. Hey, um, hey, Mo. I'll be following.
0: T- take care of your chickens. And your, and your mentals, yeah. No yeah, yeah. And your mentals. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: every...
2: He's just here so he doesn't get fined. He's just... <laughs>
0: we appreciate it, man. Thanks so much.
3: All right. See you around.
0: Yes, sir. All right, that's Charles Pulliam on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline brought to you each week by the Williamson Herald, the only locally print and digital media company in Williamson County, and they've been the leader in local sports coverage for the last 15 years. Charles and Joe cover county prep sports from Brentwood to Spring Hill, Fairview to Nolensville. And if you want the best sports coverage in Mur—I'm sorry—in Williamson County, in Murray County, it's us. In Williamson, <laughs> in Williamson County, it's Charles and Joe. Uh, we just try to help out when we can. Uh, we we are a good supplement to to their coverage Absolutely. over in Williamson County. We we will never, but we—but it is
2: supplementary. Yes,
0: we will never touch the work that they do. That guy, he he works hard. But if you want to subscribe to their – uh, print product, 615-790-6465 or williamsonherald.com. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk to Richland girls basketball coach Chad Hall about a very unique topic, something that um, is not it's not fascinating. So, it is fascinating, but we also need to talk a little bit about a Some certain, days. yeah, TSWA All-State player. Mm -hmm. So we'll get to that when we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around.
2: If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you.
1: Sports and Beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today.
0: Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports. they presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yamo Patton, Coach Mike, with you here. 14 minutes to the top of the hour. I want to make sure that we tell you that this segment is brought to you by Farmers Insurance. Jason Eglu. We missed him yesterday in the first hour. We did give him a little shout-out in the second hour, but we want to make sure we get him in the first hour today because Jason Egley and Farmers Insurance make sure to take care of our teachers and coaches, and we really appreciate it. He's giving a uh, a discount to educators, so all you have to do is give him a call, 615-250-2723. That's Lawrence County native, Lawrenceburg, LCHS graduate Jason Egley knows John Paul John Paul plant yeah (laughs) those of you who know John Paul plant know that know exactly what Jason Egley is talking about but we appreciate Jason and his support of coverage of local high school sports in and around southern middle Tennessee again give him a call 615-250-2723
2: Farmers Truck Fire Insurance exchanges and affiliates products not available in every state
0: now, we're going to get to the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, where we are joined by Richland Girls Basketball Coach Chad Hall, and Hello, we have to talk about uh, a little event you had yesterday morning.
1: Yes, sir, ma'am. Yes, you are. We can hear all you, right, coach. Guys. Hey, appreciate
2: awesome. you joining us. Um, so yesterday, you guys got got somebody signed, huh?
1: Yes, sir. Uh, uh, very proud of uh, Jesse Jennings, uh, able to sign with the uh, uh, University of Alabama Huntsville yesterday. Um, and uh, just, a, just a pleasure to be able to celebrate that with Jesse and her teammates.
0: So Jesse signing yesterday with UAH was also this morning named to the Tennessee Sports Riders Association Uh, All-State girls basketball team in Class A, joining Summertown's Kaylee Campbell and Loretto's Carly Weathers and also Huntland's Anna Stevenson, all on the Class A team. Um, So really, you know, we've talked about it a lot, Coach, about how uh, Jesse has kind of slipped through some cracks. But uh, when you have – T.S.W.A. Treasurer and Hall of Famer Mo Patton on your side, she won't slip <laughs> through this crack. We made sure that she got her just due.
1: <laughs> well, I sure do appreciate it. Any, any way you can get uh, you know young people some recognition, it uh, it sure means a lot. I do think Jesse slipped under some radars, but um, I think she uh, very well and the so got the credit she she needed. Um, you know, February, March, April here now that. Uh, maybe she should have gotten a couple of years ago but it is what it is and uh, you know she's she's ultimately got exactly what she set out for an opportunity to play basketball at the next level um you know it's, the rest is just icing on the cake I, from my from my mouth anyway that's what i'd say and i believe she would as well
2: and now in addition to her college basketball scholarship and her all state
1: recognition
2: She's going into the TWSWA record books, um, ranking that number the, four all time in free throw attempts and free throw makes. Supposedly, uh,
1: yeah, yes, sir. And that's uh, you know it, it's it's weird. I, I guess you're going to ask me how that how that occurred. But, I
2: am going to ask you uh, how that occurred.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's just a crazy situation. I was just glancing through um, it, our boys' program as we we're making a state tournament run. And the things that uh, Coach Logos had submitted. And I said, I just click over here and, and look at these records, you know, and it's good to see, you know, these guys that have won, uh, you know, almost a thousand games. You see Coach Ensel, and you see Jim Brown and the guys that Lamar Rogers that, you know, and, and I'm just scrolling down through there and I see most free throw attempts in a career and it, uh, the, the bottom person at that time was Nicky McCray. And if you, if you know anything about basketball, you probably heard of Nicky McCray. Yeah, you have. And, uh, and I said, uh, you know, I think Jesse's got that beat. And, uh, you know, that's just, just me, me adding in my head, not necessarily having it down on paper. And so I, I pulled out, you know, five years worth of scorebooks and I go to adding. Uh, and so, you know, I come up with a number of 903. And, and so I, I just, uh, send text to, uh, Tillis play and, uh, well, actually I asked the coach over at the, at the Fayetteville how she submitted her young lady for most blogs last year. And she said, oh, it's easy process. Just, just contact. And so I did. And, um, so I get that submitted and I, you mean, know, I'm feeling really, really good. Jesse's, uh, in, in third position as far as that record breaker, uh, or record goes as far as what they got listed. And then I kind of get a, a, knock in the head and said, ah, oh, we can't count our eighth grade stats. Uh, but fortunately enough, she still made number four, and they are listed at least four in most free throw attempts. Um, she actually attempted 903, which means, you know, that she had uh, 97, uh, I believe at uh, math, 95 maybe. 95. For her eighth grade. Yeah, 95 for her eighth grade year. So, But we'll take the 808 that they're going to give her credit for to uh, get in that most free throw uh, attempts in the career.
0: Well, that's yeah. interesting because Anna Hammack, Hammaker of Christian Academy of Knoxville has five years listed on her career. So
1: it yeah. absolutely does, doesn't hey, it? I don't it know. Absolutely does. I'm just saying. Um, right, <laughs> <But> right. <whatever. laughs> that's well, you know, there, there you go again. Maybe, maybe we ought to go ahead and say there's a division two most free throw attempts. He's um, good. You go ahead and weed that one on out, but, uh, but I don't mean anything to Miss Hamaker. But
0: <laughs> right, right, no, no disrespect to her, but I mean, if you're gonna have, right. if, if you're gonna say that only four years count, then how come she has five right. listed? Now maybe they're only counting four years and they just put five because well, she played five, but that just seems right. weird.
2: It that that does seem odd, and it would seem like to me if it's if it's varsity play, it's varsity play, you know. Right. It's right. it, so. Okay. But but regardless, as you said, she's being recognized. Um, Six hundred and thirty-one for eight hundred and eight over her four-year right. varsity career, ranking number four all-time in both those categories. That's that's impressive.
1: Well, you know, she's. Uh, this is, I think, what's maybe most impressive. Of course, you know, those that have followed know that she had scored two thousand points. But when you start looking at you, you, you made 691 free throws in your career, um, attempted 903, you, you know, you got beat up. Um, it's just, uh, it, it is what it is. You just got to give her, a, you know, a little bit uh, more of a pat on the back because, you know, there are prolific scores and then there are scores that take a beating and, and do them both. And I think Jesse is, is in that category. And so, um, you know, it's unbelievable to me that a kid can step to the line and make 76.5% for her career and, um, you know, just get beat up like she did and and still prevail. And, you know, I, I believe she only missed two games her whole uh, career in a varsity uniform. Oh, goodness. And both of those she could have played if we, if we felt like she needed to.
2: And that's really a part of her game is getting to the line. I mean, obviously, but, I mean, her ability to get to the rim and, and take contact and finish in that kind of thing is, uh, I think that's part of what makes her special and is what's going to make her a factor pretty quickly in the Gulf South, I think.
1: I would think so as well. You know, once again, she's always been a gritty kid. Um, and I think she even plays better the more she gets bumped. Uh, you know, in a soft type of a game, I'm not sure she's going to, uh show up a whole lot because she doesn't play soft. I've always said she played taller than she is. I've always said she plays faster than she actually is. Um she she dribbles faster than she runs and you know I think uh in a, in a Gulf South uh, where they're going to let you play a little bit and uh you know I believe she's going to it's going to stand out.
0: We're looking forward to it and very excited that she is going to continue her career at um the University of Alabama, Huntsville, and play for the Chargers. Might have to sneak down. She there. might. She might catch a hockey game.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> she might. That's always, uh, fun. I always hate, fun. I hate for her to catch one too early because that might be her sport. I mean, you know, like I said, she's a she's she a kid. She's got good looking teeth, but uh, you know, she it may just be exactly what what uh, what what that's kind of the reason she chose to play soccer for her uh, junior, senior year was, you know, she loved, she loved being beat around a little bit. Knocked up, you know, it just, uh, she just, she didn't mind it. Uh, Just,
0: just getting (laughs) hey contact. Contact is something that not everybody enjoys, but when you enjoy it, it can be fun.
1: Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. All
0: right, Coach, we're going to let you go and uh, good luck. We appreciate you listening every day and, and, and talking with us and, and communicating with us through Facebook and we, we, Hope to continue our uh, conversations throughout the rest of the year. Um, good I, luck. I'm Man. thinking
2: though once once school is out and he's got a little bit more free time he this time of day, we we may not hear a whole lot. Uh, from coach. Well, guys,
1: you you uh, you're not aware of what uh, summer basketball schedule looks Oof. like. I, I stung by the by that comment. <laughs> summer basketball. You uh, might be busy. Yeah, June is the most brutal month of the year for a basketball coach. If you want to do it right, I'll say it that way. There you go. And, uh, we, with middle school and high school, we, we spend a lot of time. Uh, it is, it is a brutal month, no doubt. And, you know, you're looking forward to, uh, the dead week and no doubt that last week in June is a, is a week you look forward to. But, uh, anyway, I just want to say guys, appreciate everything you've done. I appreciate what the, the coverage you've given to local high, high school athletics, not just basketball, not just girls' basketball, not just Richland. But, you know, this spring sports where these kids don't get recognized, you guys have brought something that we we very much needed. And I'm, I'm uh, anything I can do to try to help you along the way, uh, you know, I'll do it. If, if it needs a Richland score for softball, for mm. soccer, for baseball, if I can gather it for you, uh, you know, call on me because this is exactly what these young people need. Uh, if we're in the business for ourselves, we're in the wrong business. So uh, I very much appreciate what you guys do.
2: We appreciate you, Chad. That's Richland Coach Girls Basketball Coach Chad Hall on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. And before we get to this break, want to mention in addition to those local kids that made the Class A Tennessee Sports Writers All-State Basketball Team, we had Bella Vinson from Colum- uh, from Coffee County. We had Amelia Osgood from Brentwood, Riverdale's Acacia Hayes, and Blackman's Ayanna Moore made the Class AAA All-State team. That full list will be on the website later this afternoon at sm-tnsports.com, so be sure and check that out. Jay Chapman says
0: Chad Hall is a class guy. So
2: we knew that. Go.
0: We've been knowing.
2: <laughs> no, you're right, Jay, Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Special thanks to Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald and Chad Hall, Williams, uh, Richland Girls basketball coach, for joining us this morning. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Preds and uh, a little bit more about some local sports as the National Junior College Athletic Association National Tournament kicked off last night. How did Southwest Tennessee do? We'll let you know when we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joints. Stick around.